It is great to see you guys again. Been a little while, hasn't it? And the reason I haven't streamed is because I moved. I moved out into the sticks. So we are running with Starlink internet now. It took me a few days to get that set up. You guys let me know in the comments. I'll be checking them out, how the feed is, audio feed, video feed. Hopefully, hopefully it's not too laggy. You let me know. So today we're going to be talking about Kevin McCarthy getting kicked out of House Speaker. Maybe Trump is going to be the next House Speaker. Should be interesting to see how that turns out. I guess they're going to be voting on it next Wednesday. Candidates will be put forward and there will be a vote on it next week. We'll see. Long shot to get Trump in. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, a few other things we'll cover is just a variety of stuff. A lot of different stories, tweets, articles that we'll go through tonight. We'll see what's, uh, what's happening. The Pope. Talking about climate change. This is the Vatican. The Vatican is a cesspool of shit. That's for damn sure. Um, we've got these like le uh, left-leaning activists in places like New York City and, and Philly that have been gunned down and, and knifed down and killed, murdered, sadly, tragically. But these activists have been praising left-wing policies, praising their cities, saying there's no violence in their cities. Yet, what happens, right? <laughs> Fafo, F around and find out. Ugh. So, House votes to remove Kevin McCarthy as speaker in first. First time ever. Surprisingly, this is the first time ever. I figured it had happened before, but Kevin McCarthy out. A lot of people hated him. I was, I don't know, he, he did some things that weren't bad, to be honest, but definitely his shilling for Ukraine was just cringeworthy, that's for sure. Anyway, he's out, he's gone. Uh, Mitch McConnell pissed off about it. The ri rhino's mad, so eh, might be a good thing. Defense contractor stocks tanking tanking because yeah stream is a little glitchy isn't it let's see i'll do my best um it's also probably because i'm streaming in like prime time hours 6 p.m so i think that's just when starlink is bogged down with so many people using it um i could try using Streamyard. I might have to switch to StreamYard. I don't want to switch to StreamYard because I prefer using OBS, but uh, if I did switch to StreamYard, it wouldn't lag like this, so I might have to do that unless I can find some way to not have this lag like it is. Shit. Maybe. We'll see. StreamYard's okay, but it's not as fun as OBS. Can't do this. Gotcha, bitch. On StreamYard. So, yeah, Starlink's all right. It's better than DSL, that's for sure. Ain't no way I'd be streaming with DSL, but no fiber. Ain't nothing like fiber, so. Gotta deal with it. Okay. Um, anyway, with Kevin McCarthy out as House Speaker, defense contractor stocks. 
tanking. A bunch of these Dems are worried. Ukraine is worried. They're not going to be getting their aid money. So that's pretty great. That's pretty fantastic. It's one piece of good news out of all of this. Uh, possible, possible replacements for Speaker of the House. Jim Jordan launching his bid. We've got Steve Scalise announcing his own bid. Honestly, I don't think that if either of them made it, it wouldn't be bad. I would be fine with either of them. I think they'd do better than McCarthy. Although we do have a host of representatives, Troy Nels, I think Marjorie Taylor Greene, all saying that they're going to nominate Donald Trump for House Speaker, which he indeed can be. From what I understand, somebody does not necessarily need to be part of the House of Representatives to be Speaker of the House of Representatives. Not common. I don't even, even know if it's ever been done before, but from what I understand, it is possible. And Trump posted this to True Social a couple hours ago. <laughs> Photo of him holding a gavel as presumably Speaker of the House. So it looks like he's for it. I think he was even asked today. That's right. He was asked as he left the New York courthouse. He's been in court a few days this week. Trump asked about becoming Speaker of the House, said he would do it. Trump saying he'll just do whatever's best for the country and for the Republican Party. Uh, a lot of people have been calling me about Speaker. So all I can say is we'll do whatever's best for the country and for the Republican Party. Would you say that to the people? Would you take the say we have some great, great people? Would you take the job? A lot of people have asked me about it. I'm focused. You know, we're leading. I don't know you. I'm sure you don't read too much. But we're leading by like. Phone video. Can hardly hear it, but a lot of people have asked. He says he would do whatever's best for the country. If I can help them during the process, I'd do it. He said his focus is on the election, but just just three months. Just do it for three months. What would that do? 100 days of Trump as Speaker of the House and then get back to focused on the election. <laughs> nice. Yo, thanks, School of Prison. Appreciate it. $10 Rumble Rant. Your presence adds so much value. Glad to have you back. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Um, give me another uh, stream check, friends. How's it doing? Doesn't look like, look like too many frames have been dropped, but a few have. Might be a little glitchy. Some people in the chat are saying, uh, just refresh the page if you're here and it's lagging. See what I can do by next time. I don't want to switch to StreamYard, but might have to. Maybe next week. Okay. Interim GOP speaker, McHenry. Patrick McHenry is his name. He's a Republican from North Carolina. He is trolling a bit. You know, those temps, those people in temporary positions, they can do some damage because they don't give a shit about keeping their job. They're just... There in the interim, there is, uh, you know, holdovers pretty much. So they can shake things up and then they're out. Interim GOP speaker orders 
Nancy Pelosi and St- Steny, Steny Hoyer. Not familiar with who that is, but uh, Steny. They had secondary capital offices. Not their first ones. They had they had secaway, uh, hideaway. I think they were called hideaway offices. They were forced to move out of them. There's a photo of Nancy Pelosi's second office, her hideaway office being <laughs> cleaned out. <laughs> That's pretty great. And she wasn't even there. She was over in California for Dianne Feinstein's funeral. So she didn't vote on the whole House Speaker fiasco. She wasn't even there when her office is getting cleaned out. Hakeem Jeffrey Staffers had to come over and clean out Nancy Pelosi's office. Hauled away her belongings in bags. Was it that looked like a TV? That looked like some screen or something. Cables getting rolled out of her hideaway office. Is that where she ran to on January 6th? <laughs> That's great. That's freaking great. All right. Onward to this Newsweek. They ran this long-ass article today, an exclusive. Donald Trump followers targeted by the FBI as 2024 election near. So it's this investigative piece they did, apparently looking at classified FBI documents, talking to a bunch of federal officials, FBI officials. They wrote here, The federal government believes the threat of violence and major civil disturbances around the 2024 election is so great that it's quietly created a new category of extremists that it seeks to track and counter Trump's army of MAGA followers. Let's see. Where was the where was the juicy part? Here it is. The FBI I guess at the end of last year, created a new category of extremists or domestic terrorists. They called it the agave-other, which basically stands for um, domestic violent extremists who cite anti-government or anti-authority motivations for violence or criminal activity not otherwise defined such as individuals motivated by a desire to commit violence against those with a real or perceived association with a specific political party or faction of a specific political party. It's a hell of a definition. Um, This new category, the FBI details as a threat, but these people don't fit into their anarchist, militia, or sovereign citizen groups. That's why they needed a special new group. Apparently, all the people in this special new group are basically just people who support Trump. MAGA. MAGA is in that uh, FBI extremist category. They're going hard. All the fake news media and the Fed boy officials, they are going very hard trying to paint, uh, paint this political party as being extremists or domestic terrorists, classifying, as an, as, classifying them as that. Uh, and then that way, you know, if they designate them as that classification, they can use federal resources to what? Track them, surveil them, do those sorts of things. 
Biden announcing $9 billion more in student debt relief. Student debt relief. Total debt cancellation by Joe Biden is $130 billion. That's about as much as they sent to Ukraine. You add up all that Ukraine money, all this magic debt cancellation, you're looking at nearly probably $300 billion. We're getting up to half a trillion. A third of a trillion, but shoot, half a trillion by the end of the year? All the money they're sending to Ukraine? That's insane. Uh, the Pope. Good old Pope Francis. Scolds the United States. Irresponsible Western lifestyle. Warning that the world we live in is collapsing and maybe nearing a breaking point. Pope Francis issued a call for climate action singling out the United States for irresponsible Western excess and decrying the weakness of the world leaders for failing to take bold steps. <sighs> singling out the U.S. and the West. What about China? What about China? Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. Yeah, FBI is asshole too. That's that's for sure. How many people in China now? 1.5 billion? How much trash? How much CO2 do they make? Not like CO2 actually causes climate change. Let's be real. Hmm, Pope Francis summarized accepted science, and again took aim at skeptics who deny man-made climate change. <clears throat> the Green Pope denounced the scale of emissions from high-consumption cultures and argued that the world's poor were paying the price. Holy shit. How much does the Vatican, how much money do they have? How much carbon is put out in the atmosphere by, I don't know, all the Vatican's day-to-day -day operations? What an ass clown. Pope Francis is our ass clown of the day. See this guy? Number one bullshit guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Oh, speaking of climate extremists. Look at a nice warm welcome from the people of Portugal. It's always the highway blockers. What are you thinking? Plot twist, they're not. They're not there. Watching them getting dragged off the streets, though, that is heartwarming. I don't want to see them run over. Okay, that's too far. It's too far. I like to see them get dragged off the highway, though. That is good. 
Pope should be right there getting his ass dragged off the highway. That's right. That's right. Screw your banner. Screw your orange vest. Look, this this woman goes to move more into the street, and this guy just. <laughs> Is he pulling her by the hair? No. This is a backpack. This is a backpack. Alright. Anyway. Right, don't get hurt, just get out of the way. Yeah, the Pope is definitely number one bullshit guy. Sorry, Catholics, but let's be real. The Vatican is a cesspool of corruption. Um, all right, we're moving over to Poland here. Hundreds of thousands of people gathering at an anti-government rally in Warsaw, Poland. Wow. Look at all those people. That's incredible, isn't it? You might be saying to yourself. And on one hand, yes, I do like to see hundreds of thousands of people turn out in the streets to protest a government. But at the same time, let's ask ourselves, what, is there anything deeper going on here? What else might be going on? Well, here's the thing. The Polish government, last week, I think, within the last week or two, the Polish government, members of it, let it slip, made it known publicly that they did not want to arm Ukraine anymore, send them any more assistance, financial assistance, money, what have you. They didn't want to help Ukraine anymore. They weren't happy. Polish government. So, could it be that this anti-government rally that coincidentally sprung up after Polish government said they don't want to support Ukraine anymore? Hmm. If it walks like a color revolution and talks like a color revolution, well, it might just be a CIA-led color revolution. And that's, in fact, what I think we might be seeing here. Uh, I think this could be um, led by some controlled opposition, shall we say, to get out the, uh, the dissenters in the Polish government. Huh, that's some neat architecture there in Warsaw. It's a beautiful looking city. Hope it doesn't get royally screwed by the European Union and the World Economic assholes all right let's talk about those activists those fafo winners of the day getting the getting the fafo awards so number one here 32 year old ryan carson a left-wing activist out of new york city he was only 32 years old he was on a date after they attended a wedding. Yeah, they were on their way home from a wedding. Not their wedding. But he was hanging out with his girlfriend on the sidewalk. This dude walks by. I'm not going to play this whole video because it gets bad. Oh, Ryan Carson and his girlfriend walk down the street. 
and the guy attacks them and stabs him to death. I'm not going to play the rest of the video. Anyway, that's what happened. What was his particular activism? He was a community activist. Also, here's the thing. Uh, he should have just ran. Super sad situation. Obviously, New York and a lot of these big cities are turning into just shit shows. But if anybody ever pulls a knife on you, the best thing to do is run the fuck out of there. No, knife fights? Not like the movies, kids. There's... Even if you win a knife fight, you're probably going to end up in an ambulance and you will get cut. Even if you somehow disarm or subdue your attacker and they have a knife, you're, you're getting cut. Um, so just run. If you're unarmed and, you, and somebody pulls a knife on you, do your best to just hightail it out of there. Uh, everybody involved, right? And like, if you're a woman, just kick off those high heels and book it. In fact, just don't wear high heels. Smartest thing to do for your body and your, uh, you know, situational awareness. Um, or just live somewhere where you can legally carry a firearm on you. Although, in the same vein, you know, um, even in a knife fight, if you have a firearm, you better make sure you're fast with it and trained. Because people can close distance very fast. You know, it could take you a second, second and a half to whip your firearm out. And uh, somebody can, you know, they can close five, ten yards within a second. Ten, twenty feet. So, you know, run. Try to just get out of there. So, Ryan Carson. Here's the thing, though. His friends. This is the kicker. This is the woke kicker here. Everything woke turns to shit. Yeah, I would rather get shot than knifed, too. Because bullet wounds are usually pretty small. But uh, blades, they do far more damage. Um... So, Ryan Carson, according to his friends, his friends say that Ryan Carson would feel sorry for the violent teenager who stabbed him to death and think of him as a victim of a broken system. Friends of murdered Brooklyn activist Ryan Carson say he'd feel sorry for the teenage criminal who stabbed him to death and would want his killing to be used to further advance left-wing policies in New York City. Those are some good friends you got there. Idiot friends, but good friends. Ah, I feel sorry for you as you're killing me and stabbing me. 
This is where just spineless, cowardice, weak beta male shit thrives. New York City. Feel bad for a murderer. Let's continue pushing socialism and social programs. <laughs> All right. And here's our other woke activist that um, got the dumb shit award of the day, the FAFO award. This guy was named Josh Kruger. He was living in Philadelphia. He was shot and killed in his home after a home invasion in Philadelphia. This was a couple days ago. Police said Kruger, Josh Kruger, was shot multiple times by a person with a gun who entered his home and opened fire in the early hours of the morning. Meanwhile, earlier this year, Josh Kruger, on his Twitter account, tweeted this. Today I learned there is apparently a crippling crime wave destroying all cities, according to Steve Miller, which includes presumably Philadelphia. My house is not on fire and chaos is not raining in the street. I saw a man get a parking ticket yesterday. My trash got picked up. There he is, being a condescending, sarcastic ass clown. And his smart ass is quite a dumbass. I would rather be a smart ass than a dumbass. This guy here was both. Chaos is not raining in his street, he tweets. Probably the uh, worst aging tweet ever. That tweet aged like milk. It's just a few months later that, uh, yeah, home invasion. So, yeah, big cities, guys. Um, <laughs> there's a reason I moved away from... I wasn't even really in a big, big city. I just... I, I don't like the... I don't like urban, even suburban areas. It's loud and noisy and cookie cutter, soul draining. Blah. I needed more nature, so I got out in the nature. Hence my shitty internet, but it's working all right, I guess. It's not too bad. Come on, Elon. Make that Starlink go burr. All right, a few more things here. Nobel Prize. The 2023 Nobel Prize in Physiology and Medicine has been awarded to Catalin Carrico and Drew Weissman for their discoveries concerning nucleoside-based modifications that enabled the development of mRNA vaccines against COVID-19. So your Nobel Prize winners for medicine in 2023 were the developers of apparently... Uh, a thing that helped create COVID. So, you know, in 2023, uh, you get the Nobel Prize for, I guess, causing mass myocarditis in <laughs> the population. <laughs> hmm. Another, another, God, it's just, Everything we're sold, everything we're freaking sold is a lie. All these prestigious universities and, you know, 
prestigious institutions like the Vatican or these scientific organizations, Nobel Prize, all this shit, man. It's just a freaking lie. Sell you on trash. All right, a few more things. Aaron Rodgers calling Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift's new uh, BFF, calling him Mr. Pfizer. <laughs> I didn't have a crazy game, and, uh, you know, Mr. Pfizer, we kind of shut him down a little bit. He didn't have, you know, his, like, crazy impact game. Obviously, he had, you know, some yards and stuff, but I felt like for the most part, you know, we played really tough on defense, especially the last three quarters, and I didn't have a crazy game, and... <laughs> Uh, you know, Mr. Pfizer, we kind of shut him down a little bit. He didn't have, you know, he's like... Pat McAfee cracks up. Because, <laughs> yes, Travis Kelsey, who is Taylor Swift's new new uh, butt boy, he's a total shill for Pfizer. He is probably the biggest shill in the NFL for vaccines. Maybe Russell Wilson would outdo him, which pains me to say, because I used to, like... Russell Wilson in Seattle, but then he just turned into a pile of prima donna shit. Um, I think Russell Wilson, last year, the year before, hosted this NBC special to promote vaccines, something like that. Um, but now we got Travis Kelsey as the NFL face for vaccines. Mr. Pfizer. Oh, Aaron Rodgers is a gem. There's at least there's at least a few people out there with a soul and a spine. That's good. All right. Somebody who definitely doesn't have a soul or a spine. Sam Bankman Freed. Scam bankrupt fraud. 60 Minutes did a segment on him. Last Sunday, they actually wrote this, tweeted this, 60 minutes, 60 minutes of bullshit here. Sam Bankman-Fried has become toxic, like nobody wants to talk to him. He has no friends, says whoever Michael Lewis is. There is still a Sam Bankman-Fried-shaped hole in the world that now needs filling for someone driven by their ideals to do good on a large scale, Lewis says. You're telling me that 60 Minutes is out here simping for Sam Bankman-Fried. Um, there's still a Sam Bankman-Fried-shaped hole in the world that now needs filling. You're telling me that that hole that needs filling is a billionaire who scammed people out of huge amounts of money and was basically a money launderer for political Democrat campaigns. Yeah, okay. There's a huge hole for money launderers and massive scammers. Fuck. It was pretty great. Uh, Twitter's, Twitter's community notes 
actually noted 60 minutes for this. SBF is accused of committing fraud. Like, um... 60 Minutes is actually saying that Sam Bankman-Fried was driven by ideals to do good on a large scale. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, bro. All right. Tucker Carlson's latest video just released a couple hours ago by this with an interview... This guy kind of looks like a Italian mobster, like an Italian mafia dude from the 30s. Anyway, um, it's a good interview. I've watched about 10 minutes of it. This gentleman, Chris Moritz is his name. I've never heard of him before, not familiar with him, but he does a lot of research on the transgender agenda. And he figures out, he follows the money, so he figures out what companies are making what, producing what products, how big of an industry it is, how, all these sorts of things, right? And uh, it's a good interview that Tucker did with him. And they talk about how this multi-billion dollar transgender industry, basically how Big Pharma is running it, operating it. Hundreds of thousands of... Um, elective surgeries per year that is a huge moneymaker, man. Like $5 billion around that, I think. Three to $5 billion per year from all of the puberty blockers, surgeries. And then you get the uh, transgender folks that, you know, they start getting depression and they have to get on depression medication and go to therapy and all this sort of stuff. Um, good interview. Speaking of the transgender topic, this is a pretty fantastic troll, to be honest. It's a pretty great troll. So apparently there was a tech conference called the Grace Hopper Celebration. It's an annual conference and career fair designed to bring the research and career interests of women in computing to the forefront. But this year, droves of men descended onto the Orlando event with resumes in hand. How these men were able to get into this career fair for women was by calling themselves non-binary. They gamed the system. And in fact, isn't that... Isn't that kind of sexist? How, how, we're supposed to be inclusive, right? If you're making your uh, career fair for only one gender, that's pretty, that's pretty sexist. It's pretty non-inclusive, you intolerant bigots. Tech women bigots. Yeah, anyway, a bunch of dudes totally got into this career fair. By uh, calling themselves non-binary. <laughs> Passing out their resumes and shit. <laughs> Yo, I would too, man. If there's jobs on the line. 
in a, in a competitive field where I needed to get a job. Oh yeah, man. Shit, I'd put on a wig. Stuff my, stuff my shirt. I'd be I'd be like that teacher in Colorado or wherever he was from that was wearing the like size. Triple H. Prosthetic breasts. I'd wear a pair of those. Dress in drag, going to the career fair. <laughs> Wouldn't be getting no job looking like that, but oh yeah. That's how you do it, son. That's how you get the job. Sneak into the women's career fair. That's <laughs> what you get for having a women in tech career conference. Imagine if there was a men in tech conference that only allowed men. Women would be all pissed off. Patriarchy. All right. Last thing here. Um, So much for freedom of speech in Europe. Switzerland in particular. A Swiss writer who called a journalist a fat lesbian was sentenced to two months in prison. Um, this is our fat lesbian in question here. Her name's Catherine. She definitely looks like a fat lesbian. I mean, that's, that's not hate speech. That's just stating fact. And here is our journalist in question. He looks kind of like a, like a Bruce Willis half brother. Kind of almost does look like Bruce Willis. Anyway, his name's uh, Sorrel. Alan Sorrel, sentenced to 60 days in prison for defamation and discrimination. Is that guy behind him wearing a Vortex Optics hat? Are guns even allowed in Switzerland? Huh. Um... Yeah, so calling that chick a fat lesbian got him two months in jail and he had to pay thousands of dollars in legal fees and fines too. Um, Yeah, sad state of things. If you can't call people names, I mean, let's be honest, there is a utilitarian purpose for bullying. Now, there's definitely a line when bullying can go way too far and be emotionally and mentally harmful but there is in one regard there's an argument to be made for bullying in terms of just like weeding out the bullshit right there needs to be some checks and balances within the social structure between women between men really you should keep the bullying just between the sexes like women calling out the shit of other women and I guess maybe not not in all cases but you know uh, for the large part checks and balances in the social structure if you're being a shithead you should get called out for being a shithead if you're being a dumbass fat lesbian then you know take that Subaru out back and drive away Oh, do we have some upset people in the chat? 
womp womp. Don't feed the trolls, friends. Don't feed the trolls. Because I can mute them forever. Make bullying great again. I mean, it's just, you know, it could definitely get taken too far. I think that's what happens in a lot of cases, but is this this tolerance nonsense, this inclusion nonsense. Like, whenever wrong is actually being done, we should never, ever call it out. We should never, ever, you know, this idea of or somebody's just being fucking weird. Like, dude, you're being so weird to a point where you're just going to hurt yourself by being so weird. So I got to bully you a little bit. I got to bully you a little bit because you're being so freaking weird. This is for, you know, this is for you, man. I'm pulling you for you. Oh, no. Yeah, body inclusion. That's one of the worst. Don't you dare say anything about somebody's weight. You become a fat shamer. Dude, you're 300 pounds. No, I'm going to say something. I'm going to make a joke about your weight because hopefully, hopefully it'll, it'll cut you deep and you'll get emotional about it and try to make a change. Make some fat jokes. <laughs> Man, when I was in a, when I was in elementary school, I had like, I had jacked up teeth. I had really bad teeth. Um, it was from genetics. I don't know. It was just like deformities from being a from baby from growth as a baby and my adult teeth were coming in all weird so i had to get a lot of surgeries i got like four or five surgeries uh when i was young and had braces for all these years anyway um i got i got made fun of i got made fun of a lot in third fourth fifth grade like a lot and i was a little chubby kid and you know it uh I look back, I laugh, and I think, huh, made me want to start running, start playing basketball, get off my ass, and made me want to uh, wear my retainer and fix my teeth, right? A little bullying's okay. Call somebody a fat lesbian? Uh, 60 days in jail. <laughs> Holy shit. Switzerland. Oof. You saw an interview with a guy who used to be fat, now he's all ripped. He said what changed his mind is somebody mentioned to him that you never see obese old people. Uh, well, obese old people exist, you just normally don't see them because they can't really move. So you just stay at home all day. <laughs> Sometimes you see them, but they're usually in the... Uh, the wheelchairs at the grocery store. 
They're the ones using the wheelchairs. The complimentary ones, right? Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> F you, Jordan. Try being a chubby ginger with curly hair that looks like a cabbage patch kid. A little orphan Annie. Danny Partridge. Campbell's kid. Raggedy Ann. <laughs> nice. Yeah, right? And good old stereotype jokes. Man. Gone are the days of good comedy. Just like making fun of black people, making fun of white people, making fun of Jewish people, making fun of men, women, all the, all, pick your demographic. Nothing like some good stereotype jokes. All in good fun, right? All in good fun. We should be able to laugh at ourselves and laugh at each other. Can't do that anymore. You might offend somebody. What up, Dal76? Here's to the next clickbait. And I have an impersonating account on Twitter, by the way. Yeah, there's a few. There's also an account on Facebook that a few people have brought up to me today. Let me see if I can find it. By the way, let's get another stream check. You guys let me know in the comments. How is the stream looking tonight? How's it doing since the beginning? I think the beginning it was... Uh, little off, but it looks like it's gone all right since then. So, oh, yeah, check it out. Um, look at all these Jordan Sathers. None of these are me. I do not have an account on Facebook. So, all of these are scammers. Look at this one. Just copy and pasting my posts. Oh, look at this shit. It's a scammer pushing the QFS bullshit, trying to scam people for crypto. Look at that. Look, and people f think this is actually friggin' me. Bro, look, there's actually a Karen. There's actually a Karen at, uh, going after me on the fake me's profile. Here's another fake me. Oh, this one hasn't posted in a couple months. Uh, here's another fake me. Oh shit, this one's this one's on it. This one's recent. Yeah, just copy and pasting all my posts. I didn't even post this one. What the heck? Oh yeah, QFS bullshit. They're all just crypto scammers. There's so many of them. So freaking many of them. Um and the next clickbait. Yeah, man, this EBS bullshit today. I found a lot of good clickbait gold from this EBS nonsense. Uh, one of my favorite ones I found. Let me show you here. Jason Shirka. This ass clown. 
Important message. Emergency broadcast system. Warning for October 4th. Warning. Dude, this guy was going to town with his EBS nonsense. So, anyway. Yeah, I'm going to do a clickbait show. Probably next week. Maybe later this week. Nah, probably next week. I don't think I'll be, be able to get to it this week. Yeah, the Telegram ones are bad. A lot of scammers on Telegram. At least I have a real Telegram account where I can post about the scammers on Telegram. I'm not on Facebook. I don't, so I can't. Yeah. All right, guys, I'll hang out for another five minutes. Um, oh, I didn't bring in any tunes for this uh, stream here. I'm slacking, man. Cool. What do I think of the Sharkman's Parasite Protocol? Um, I'm not familiar with the Sharkman. Sharkman? Not sure. Everybody loves Clickbait Expo. Yeah. They're kind of fun. That's that's how I get my utilitarian bullying out. Positive, positive bullying. Bullying with a purpose. Uh, ben Davidson and Bright Insight. That's, uh, what's his name? Corsetti? Jimmy or Jeremy Corsetti? The guy that was on Joe Rogan, right? They did a three-hour podcast. I heard about that. Have not watched it. That'll be on my to-do list this week. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the tip though on it. I'll go check it out. Spray and pray. So far, this is the most chill chat you've been in all day. Sweet, appreciate it. Jordan, do you remember the clickbait about the Marines helicopter storming the CIA? Well, that's how you found me and all this. Yeah, I do, I do. Whoa, when was that? That was like the beginning of 2021. That was like two and a half years ago three years ago that was when real raw news was real big i think 
We're jogging the memory banks here. I think real raw news was getting big, and uh, yeah, I remember that story. Marine helicopter storming the CIA. Get out of here. Oh, in terms of the parasite protocol, you're talking about um, SSGs. Oh, okay. I, I'm not familiar with their parasite protocol. There's a lot of them out there. There's a million things you can do for parasites. So I've seen so many of them. A lot of them are good. And, you know, it's just up to really educating yourself on what it involves. And learning about what's messing you up too. You know, a lot of people, they just don't know what's wrong with them. So they're guessing all these things. It's, it could be parasites or it could be this or that, or that. You want to make sure you know what's going on with you. What's, what's your issue? What's causing your issue? And then finding something that's safe and doable for you and experimenting with it. Haspel shot in Germany. Yo, next clickbait expose stream. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a nostalgic. We're gonna have a nostalgic stream. I'm gonna ask you guys, give me give me your favorite bullshit story of the past three years. You know? What was it? Kids being rescued from the ever given in the Suez Canal. Um, shit, I could go down a freaking, if I searched my Telegram channel, I could find a thousand of them. EBS was a letdown today. What? It was just a, your phone made a noise. Why was it a letdown? You should have had no expectations in the first place. You should have been up at all over it. I was in the bathroom. I was taking a piss when it went off. Ooh. Sprayed a little bit. <laughs> should have been no, yeah. Expectation must reel in. Def Jeff, what up man? Quick hi. Jordan the Fockers. Yes, my friends, meet the Fockers here in my chat. That's what they call themselves. The Fockers here. FJB. People still believe real raw news. I hope not. Um, let me ask, do you know anybody in person? that believes crap like Real Raw News or Phil Godlewski or Charles Ward or 
Michael Jaco, whatever, any of them. Do you know anybody in real life? I want to know. Cottage Gypsies. Nice to catch you live, although maybe at the end of the stream. Hope everyone is well. Yes, clickbait memory lane. Ooh, the Central Park underground tunnels. White House too, right? Kids getting rescued under the White House. Um, Klaus Schwab getting arrested. George Soros getting arrested. March 4th. Trump's coming back March 4th. Oh man, this chat's getting way too fast now. Met a guy at the coin shop that told you the QFS was about to go live. Again, what was he at the coin shop for then? Oh, right. Demolition in the White House when they were just doing some renovations. Or that time you had um, like some ambulances pull up. People were all freaking out when it was just like a training exercise or something. Or no, it was a Veterans Day. It was a Veterans Day ceremony. And I think there were um, buses that pulled up to the White House. That's right. And uh, the freaking conspiracy fraudcaster crowd. Oh my God, something's happening. They were just, it was just a Veterans Day breakfast. Blue mangoes. <laughs> oh yeah, explosions in the White House, flashes in the White House. That video, it was uh, an ambulance just going down the street, I think, right? And then it was a reflection. The ambulance reflection was going through the window. And then people found the video and tried claiming it was a freaking uh, explosion. Ooh, someone at your health food store started mentioning Charlie Ward. Yeah, I had somebody on Truth Social today give me shit. For like the only way that people are hearing about Nazara and the QFS is by you talking about it, Jordan. I'm like, no, dude. Um, there's probably more people that believe this bullshit than you think. Now, granted, I do think there is a contingency of AI bots 
that pump these narratives out on the different social media platforms. Don't get me wrong. If you see some Nazara post on Twitter and there's a 5,000 likes on it, I don't think that's actually 5,000 people liking it. But I do think there are a good amount of actual humans that are believing this crap and liking posts like that. And you can find people in real life who think and believe of shit like Nazara or Medbeds. Fucking Flat Earth. Well, just, flat Earth is its own ridiculous category. But... Mmm. You hear it in spaces on Twitter. Yo, you gotta let me know what spaces those are. I'll hop on and... <laughs> Derek Johnson Airplane Astrology. That's hilarious. Uh, that's good. Airplane Astrology. <laughs> Man. Scott McKay keeps trying to get Kirk Elliott to admit that Nazara is real. Why Kirk does any business with that crowd is beyond you. Because Kirk Elliott will do business with fucking anybody. That guy gives no shits. He will work with the scammiest scammers just trying to get leads from their audience. It's kind of disgusting, honestly. I know of a, I know of an ad company, and uh, they told me that they didn't want to work with Kurt Elliott because he was a, he's too sketchy. And especially when you get into promoting, um, like financial companies, gold, silver companies, things like that, you have to be very careful with what you say and how you say it because you can't be giving financial advice, right? So. Yeah. You heard about the Nazara crap from Santa Surfing. Whoo, yeah. That crazy Hawaiian. She's still doing videos? Probably. a Badlands debate on topics I think are fake. What do you mean? With who? Nazara and EBS and Tesla Tech and Flat Earth is the stuff that makes us all like batshit crazy. Yeah, yeah, 
I would agree with that for the most part. Um, the Tesla tech part, um, I just don't think people really know how to talk about it. So with Tesla tech, there is something there, there, but it's the way it's communicated. Calling it Tesla tech, I'm not a fan of calling it Tesla tech because there were many, many other inventors well before Tesla's time, after Tesla's time. Nikola Tesla was just the most popular, the most famous name, so. But there's a lot of different ways, too. It's very um, just difficult to describe the different inventors and the different ways they were trying to, I guess you could say, tap into the zero point and pull electricity or manipulate gravity from that. So, ah, no, I'm not going to debate Patrick condescending ass clown gunnels. I'll just make my ears bleed. You're wasting my freaking time. Uh, you have to smoke with us one day during Q&A. <laughs> I don't think that would be as entertaining as you think it would be. I haven't smoked any pot for a solid year. Over a year. Hmm. Yeah. Since I lived in Washington. Tesla tech is real, but define Tesla tech for me, right? Like, what does that even mean? Tesla tech. What is Tesla tech? What? Tell me how it works. How does it function? What does it do? Tesla tech. Which is a very vague name. Very, um, yeah. Buy Jordan, Phil Godlewski way better. Good luck. Good luck in life, friend. I bid you farewell. Hope you're okay. Uh, the Tesla projects are real. Don't know about circumstances surrounding his death, but claims are the family was not access to his lab until after the FBI gave permission. Well, there's a lot of information publicly available about what Tesla was working on. His Wardenclyffe Tower, um, dynamic theory of gravity, it's not really a secret. And the FBI, they went for his safe that was in his apartment in New York, which wasn't everything he ever worked on. There was probably a few things in there, but... Um, Yeah. Uh. What do I want to say? Tesla also passed down some of his work to Otis Carr. 
O-T-I-S-C-A-R-R, Otis Carr. Um, Otis Carr met Tesla when Tesla was really old. And Otis Carr was quite young, but... Um, I don't want to say became an understudy, per se, but just like befriended Tesla when Tesla was older and poorer and learned a lot from him. Got some of his work passed down. Some of Tesla's work passed down to Otis Carr, so. Yeah, let's get, I mean, Tesla tech. It's kind of a, it's kind of an empty descriptor. Like you had John Keeley. He was working on, what did he call it? Magnetic sympathetic resonant shit. I researched all this stuff years ago. It escapes me now. Vibratory physics. Sympathetic vibratory physics. That's what John Keeley called it. And he was... John Keeley was doing his thing 30, 40 years before Nikola Tesla. And John Keeley created a... over-unity electricity device. Um, and also worked on, I think, some sonic levitation... Similar to uh, John Hutchison, and now uh, John Hutchison was making objects levitate with sound waves, sound vibrations. But anyway, yeah, John Keeley doing it years before Tesla, and calling it like sympathetic vibratory physics. A little more descriptive than Tesla Tech. It's still kind of etheric out there. Repeat the mantra, Tesla Tech, Tesla Tech. <laughs> All right, I'll cave, just call it that. Is it true he invented a time machine, but it never really got perfected? Well, the rumor is that the uh, Philadelphia experiment... Tesla was involved in that or something, but yeah, it's rumor. There's probably some disinformation in there that planted on purpose. Tesla would have ran in the same circle as President Trump's uncle? Not necessarily. I don't know if it's ever been um, proven if they've met John G. Trump and Nikola Tesla, but we do know that John G. Trump was tasked by the FBI to take what was in Tesla's safe in his apartment. New York when he died in 1943 42 43 but um, 
I don't know if Tesla and John D. Trump ever actually met. Uh, all right, guys. You don't think Q is ever coming back? What do I think? I'm feeling no, but I hope I'm wrong. I say no, but I hope I'm wrong. My, my intuition says no. But part of my intuition also, also thinks I'm gonna be wrong about that. chat good uh good talk tonight good to see you guys again hopefully the feed wasn't too bad doesn't look like it was all that bad maybe at the beginning there what up dal due to the recent reports of maga being terrorists and q delta for are you ready to see arrests i think they're gonna arrest maga folks nah I think they already tried that. You know, the, the Fed boys went after some of the January 6th people, but eh. I mean, if they were going to, I figured they would have done it a while back. Eh, I don't think so. I don't think it's going to get that, that chaotic. Am I on Facebook? Negative. Covered that uh, earlier. Not on Facebook. I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to make a post about this. That's the like fourth time somebody's asked me in the past two days. These Facebook scammers are too much. Yeah, Facebook was the that was the only platform I didn't go back to after I got kicked off in 2020. I uh, went back to all the other ones that I could, and you know, got to, got Twitter back. Did create another YouTube channel. I did create an Instagram account, but that got banned again. So not on Instagram either. Peachy grit grits griffs peachy griffs. Hey Jordan, great show. Hoping you've heard from Spock's brow. Huh. No, I haven't. He's missed terribly. Thank you for what you do, Spitballers admins. I have not heard from Spock's brow. He was one he was one of my telegram mods too. 
I'll see if I can send him a direct message, reach out to him, get a response. Haven't, no, haven't talked to him in a long time. How do I invest in gold? I just get, um, I don't put a lot of money into it, honestly, but whenever I can, whenever I just come across it, buy it physical, keep it on hand. I got like a heavy ass box around here, full of, full of silver ounce coins. But you know that you gotta store it safely, get a safe for it. Ideally, you would bolt the safe into something that is immovable in your home and lock it securely and don't use a Liberty safe. <laughs> 